Hello and welcome to another edition of Metals Meltdown, the podcast for the latest movements in the international steel market. My name is Peter Brennan, and as always, I'm joined by EMEA Metals head Christopher Davis. Yep, that's me. That is you. Chris, we like to think that with this podcast, we're always forging a new path. Uh, that's a little steel pun for you there. But I understand you've been doing your research, and in reality, we're recycling more material than an electric arc furnace. Ooh, two in a row right there. Mm. That was pretty good, Peter. You know, I did go back to the very first Metals Meltdown we did three years ago, almost wow. to the day. And one of the main topics we discussed then was, you guessed it, anti-dumping measures and protectionism impacting markets. So mm. obviously, we've either been treading the same old sod for three years or this tariffs protectionism thing is here to stay. And it's one of, if not the biggest factors, influencing pricing and trade flows. Mm. I also went back and obviously I wanted to compare prices currently in the U.S. versus where they were, uh, say, a year ago or even three years ago. And the Platts U.S. Midwest HRC assessment right now is around 890. CRC is a little over 1,000. If you go back a year ago, just after the current 232 tariff investigation opened, U.S. HRC was about $280 less per ton. Mm -hmm. It was about 610. And CRC was roughly $200 less per ton, around 815. Now, if you go back three years ago to that first podcast. Your historian, Chris. Exactly. The Platts U.S. HRC assessment was less than half that. At 462.50, mm. and CRC was just 580. So we've seen a dramatic increase in prices. A lot of that, yes, can be attributed probably to the tariff issue that's going on in the U.S. right now. Mm. But it's also important to note that steel prices in the U.S. were escalating long before those tariffs were even discussed. Mm. If you go back to when Donald Trump was elected in late 2016, the monthly average price of USHRC, that's usually the bellwether product, mm-hmm. is up more than 70%. And the current HRC to shredded scrap spread is around 522. That's close to the highest we've seen since the crisis in 2008. So obviously, happy days are here again for U.S. steelmakers. Yeah. And it's happy days for the Europeans as well. We saw ArcelorMittal's um, results for the first quarter. They had for steel there, a bit per ton was the highest it's been since 2012. The interesting thing now is what's happening. I mean, the U.S. market seemed to have stalled quite recently. I think the whole 25% tariff has now been taken into account. We're starting to see German hot roll coil offers in the U.S. So this would be taking that 25% into account and still selling there. Exactly. I mean, when pricing becomes prohibitive in the domestic market, where are you going to look? You're going to look outside, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So that seems to be what's happening. And we do still have that uncertainty because if you look at the countries that are still negotiating with the U.S., uh, over the, whether these tariffs are going to be permanent, whether they're going to be permanently exempted. You know, the European Union is still in negotiations. They're looking at their own safeguards. Both sides are looking at, at, at auto imports and exports and, yeah. and whether um, they're going to reduce the tariffs that are on those. To be frank, it's a mess right now if mm. you're in the market and you're trying to make heads or tails of this. Yeah, it's frozen the market from a trading perspective in, in big parts of the international arena. I was talking to some of the European steel mills yesterday, They were saying that it's looking as though there is going to be some sort of tariff from the U.S. for the Europeans. And really, they're now discussing what would they prefer? I mean, would they prefer a quota, say 90 percent, which has been talked about? Or would they prefer a 25 percent tariff? And and one of the the mills yesterday described it as choosing between a cat and a dog. You know that either way you're going to get bitten. Hmm. Uh, It's just choosing. I guess the rabies shot probably is the most important. Sure. What if it's a nice dog? I mean, (laughs) cats really aren't nice. Gummy cat. Yeah. 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 Well, you mentioned that when you talk to people in the market, we just had the Platts Global Metals Awards, and almost to a person, Section 232 came up, mm. whether we asked about it or they brought it up. Mm. So it's definitely on people's minds, those who are in the industry right now, 
you can't make forward-looking decisions hmm. until after June 1. And even after that, who knows, maybe the tariffs will be extended again. Yeah. Maybe there's going to be another deadline. It's really uncertain. And it's killing traders, I was mentioning earlier, because now if you're a trader and you're wanting to bring uh, imported goods into the European Union, because there's the possibility of the European Commission choosing to uh, have their own quota system, their own sanctions, because they're worried about redirected steel from the US hitting Europe, traders are trying to sell on a duty unpaid basis rather than duty paid because they don't want a risk of getting a boat on the water only for it to fall foul of a, a quota or a sanction or whatever. Mm. At the same time, service centers are unwilling to take a, a duty unpaid because they don't want the risk. So it's killing international trade in that sense in some of the major arenas. You've got it, Turkey's looking at sanctions of their own, other places are doing the same. And it's all coming up at a time when quarterly prices and second half of the year contracts are being negotiated, which have stalled in Europe too. So mm. it's a real period of flat, nothing happening. We've done very well to make this an interesting podcast considering how boring it's Exactly. Been. We speak of flat and nothing happening. Mm. Um, I, I understand that you are going to be taking a new role with another team within S&P Global Flats, going to look at global economics and politics and their interplay with S&P Global's market intelligence. Mm. So I just wanted to say congratulations on that. And I guess we'll be looking for a new partner on this Metals Meltdown podcast. I'm sure you'll find a, a much more attractive, much more intelligent version of me. That's a given. Absolutely. Well, I think that's enough for our listeners. Thanks very much for everyone. This has been my last Metals Meltdown. So thank you to those four or five of you who've made it to the end of this <laughs> particular podcast. And remember, stay solid. Mm.